Hello, hello, good evening. This is your girl, Yo-Yo, on The Real. Keeping it 100 with you. Just wanted to reach out to you and find out if, since the last conversation I had or we had, have any new people been vaccinated? It's important to get vaccinated because there's so many different variants that are coming out. On my lunch hour, I saw another one called Moo, M-U, or Woo, or something. I have to look it up, but I saw that um, on my lunch hour when I was looking at the news, another variant. They say it's in Phoenix, Arizona is where that variant is. Um, so... Um, I mean, nowadays, I don't even know if being vaccinated is going to keep you safe now that I think about it. Um, Only because being vaccinated helps you from getting the disease, but it doesn't prevent you from carrying the disease. So, um, yeah, it's called MU COVID-19 variant. So there's a MU COVID-19 variant. There's a Delta COVID-19 variant and then COVID-19. So, um, you know, I believe um, the last president um, is the reason for all of this. All the presidents that we had in office um, have had their ups and downs, their disagreements with the foreign presidents, you know, um, and I believe this last one have really jerked some chains and put us in a situation where now Americans are fighting for their lives Um, every single day. The numbers of number of people that are dying on the COVID-19 variant is six digits. So it ain't two or three people dying a day. It's 1,200, 1,500 people dying a day. And now they have, you know, another variant that's coming out. And it's it's really scary. And what's major scary for me is our kids, you know, our 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 little ones. You know, although when we're in the grocery stores and we're carrying our kids around, um, we have them in car seats so that we can cover their faces. You know, cover the whole thing with a like one of the little blankets. Um, now that Harmony is one, almost two. It's hard to keep her under there. And she's sure not going to keep a mask on. She's screaming and hollering and she's tearing it off. And then if you uh, throw a little blanket over her car seat, she's tearing that down. So um, it's it's really going to be a challenge trying to keep the, the small ones from one-year-old to, you know, three or four-year-olds to follow the rules and the direction. Now, three and a half and up, depending on your, uh, depending on, you know, how smart you are and intelligent the kid is, um, then you don't have to fight. And not saying the ones that you're fighting with are not intelligent, just saying the three and a half, four-year-olds are aware that something can get them sick. And this is very important that they put this on, you know. So, you know, I have a a three-year-old, a -a three-and-a-half-year-old. He'll be four um, February. I'm sorry, uh, September the 22nd. And he's very intelligent. He knows that he has to have his mask on. He knows why he has to have the mask on. And so it's easy to have him out or to be with him out in public because he knows that he needs to have the mask on. 
versus my one-year-old grandbaby. She's not having it. And then the infants, of course, is easier to, to travel with them. But, you know, I really wanted to get on here just to say that, um, you know, our hospitals are being packed up again with clients, with um, sick people that are now uh, catching the, the, the different variances and um, crowding up our hospitals again. Um, not allowing uh, regular patients like myself uh, to go in um, and be seen for small things or just to see my primary doctor. Everybody's so booked up because they have these emergencies going on uh, with these people that are walking around saying they're trying to trick you. We're not going to get the, the shot, but yet they're in the waiting room and I can't get in. You know, and I'm not sounding like I'm selfish or anything, and that's fine to each his own. But again, everybody want to fight back with this um, uh, vaccine when anything new arrives with whatever you're doing. It's not this much pushback. And the only reason it is is because it's dealing with Congress and everybody on TV telling you you need to get it and and then you have people all over TikTok talking about this is what happens when you get the, the shot. And then you have somebody on there just jerking and going crazy and falling out. I mean, I'm not saying those things didn't happen. All I'm saying is the good weighs out the bad. I mean, you have some people that can't deal with it, that had a bad reaction, that, you know, took the wrong vaccine. Maybe they should have took you know, the J&J uh, &J instead of the, the Pfizer or, or the, um, the Moderna. I mean, um, I'm saying just read about all, all three different um, vaccines and talk it over with your doctor and see which one may be best for you. I'm just saying figure it out soon because nothing is worse than the government trying to run your life. That's called dictatorship. Americans or America has never been in a dictatorship where, you know, the, we're following the laws or the rules of the government, our every move, our every whim. We're, we've never been like that. So because these people are fighting back uh, with taking the, the vaccination shot, um, the government is stepping in telling us, well, you need to get tested every week if you don't want to take the shot or the vac if you don't want to get vaccinated. Every week you need to have a report presented to your employer in regards to the coronavirus shot. And those that are not willing to do that are leaving their post. Now, what do you have set up already in place where you could just walk away from your job? The next thing is unemployment. So um, people are going to be getting fired for not following the policies of the company. And then what's going to happen, too, is the government is going to start flagging the unemployment office, letting them know that, be specific on why these people was let go from their employer. Why was you let go? If you simply said you didn't... Um, you didn't work up to your expectations with the job. Um, a lot of times that, on that one statement will uh, prevent you from getting any unemployment money. If you get fired from, you know, just uh, <clears throat> a company relocating or, um, or you... Um, or you wasn't uh, able to um, change with whatever changes they were making, so you had to, uh, they fired you due to those circumstances, so you have to apply for unemployment. Now it's really strict. They're not giving up that money. And if the, uh, and if the employees say you were fired because you refused to follow company policy and that's getting your vaccination um, tested, that's getting your testing every week to show that you don't have the COVID-19 or just not 
doing it at all, the um, unemployment office will not produce any funds to you due to those reasons. So those are some things you need to really think about. I was telling my daughter the other day, she has two small children, and she will need to be vaccinated. You know, read about it. There's three different ones. Figure out which one you want. Um, her dad and I took took our shot. Um, we took both. Uh, we took the Pfizer. And, of course, everything has side effects, so you just have to expect that and, and move on. Um, because pretty soon you're not going to be able to get into these airports, these doctor's offices. They're asking, have you had your vaccination, you know, when you make those appointments? Hold on, please. And find out if since the last conversation. So as I was saying um, before I was rudely interrupted, um, just saying that um, it's important that if you're going to be around small children, um, it's very important to uh, get vaccinated. And um, and I don't know what this boost is going to require or what, what different um, formula is in this boost um, that we may need. Um, but... Um, yeah, we're going to have to read about that and see if that's something that we can also uh, take, you know, to protect ourselves. I talked to a homeowner earlier today, and she was in her 60s, and she was like, it just really upsets her that um, she uh, turns on the TV and she hears a lot of people, you know, talking against the vaccination and the fact that they're not going to take it and why they're not going to take it and they don't believe the government about this, you know, uh, anything else. You know, they right there. Government said they're going to send us those stimulus checks. I'm still waiting on my stimulus check. Same person uh, that believe that uh, don't believe um, in the vaccine. <laughs> so my thing is, you know, they believe what they want to. Regardless of the fact, don't nobody want to be made to do something. Um, but, you know, you have to be smart. And if you're not going to protect me that's standing next to you, then um, we can't trust you to even protect yourself. So if the government have to step in, then it's not going to be fun for a lot of people, a lot of state workers, government workers, and military and, you know, um, so far. So um, hopefully uh, hopefully, uh, you know, they can get some more information out so people can understand what they're getting and what they're doing and Hopefully, you know, we can move on to doing something else. This is, we've been dealing with this since 2019. It's 2021. I mean, I'm just like, man, this is crazy. And then you, you got all the fighting and all the racial stuff going on on TV. It's just really sad. It really is. All the fighting going on. You got the Chinese people fighting the blacks, the blacks fighting the Chinese and the whites, the Hispanics fighting the blacks. I mean, it's really sad to see uh, all of that. I mean, you turn on TikTok and it's it's really sad. It's really, really sad. Um, so racism is still very alive and strong. Um, I turned on the TV the other day. I saw they was taking down one of the um, monuments um, that d stood for racism. I think it was a Jim Crow statue or something. But I feel like none of those things should have been up in the first place. I think that you should be able to go to a museum and celebrate those type of people if that's what you want to do. Will that have to be up in our state?
where you can you go to the courthouse and you see this person that was here before that had slaves that bought and sold people black people preferably and and then you 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 got to walk past them every day you go to this courthouse they stand for something and it's slavery um hatred and and it's just really awful it really really is awful um you know you say all day long you don't want your kids to grow up in in um an era like this and there's no way around it. I think I said in a couple of segments ago that um, my kids didn't even know there was another street beside the one they lived on. You know, they really never themselves went out of the development, you know. And then when my son came home one day and asked me, Mama, what's the N-word? I said, what? And he asked me again, what is that? And so my husband and I, we sat down and we told him what it was. And we told him why it was. And we told him who it was. So, um, you know, it's um, it's important you educate your kids and um, just, you know, bring them up to par. Let them know what's really going on. See, I was watching a, a Caucasian lady the other day. She was on the news or on in some kind of rally or some kind of um, um, town hall meeting where she stated that she don't want her kids learning about this. Um, oh, I forgot it. It's uh, the race, the uh, racist, racist, see, racist. It's the... Um, it's the um the information they wanna they wanna put in the textbook um critical theory it's uh wait it's uh racist theory anyway um it's some information that they wanna add to our history books so that they can start teaching the kids what really went on back then, and she don't want her kids to know about it because she don't want her kids to know their ancestors was involved with this. She don't want her kids to know how brutal and how very scary their ancestors was and how that blood is in them. She don't want her kids to know, but it was okay for my kid to come home and ask me what the N-word was. It's okay for me to sit down at my table and explain to my kid what the N-word is and why it is and why they call him that. But she don't want her kids to learn critical race theory. I think that's what it is. She don't want her kids to learn that. So I just, I don't know. All I can do, the only thing I can do and the only thing that helps me get through is praying, praying to God. Asking God, telling God, showing God. That's the only thing I can do because everything else is controversial. Everything else is a debate. Everything else is an argument. When I talk to him and um, I asked him to help me understand what I'm asking. I asked him to help me to open my mind and really think about why this is and what's really going on. You know, because the first thing people want to say is, oh, that's racist or um, that's uh, that's white privilege or, you know, those different terms they use. But you said that because something triggered you to say that and that's the term you use for that trigger. So let's let's break it down. You know, why did you use this term? What triggered you to use this term? Why do you think it's this and not this? You know, if people had those conversations and people were able to sit down and agree to disagree 
then I think um, we would get along a lot better and we would understand each other a lot better. See, every single race that I've ever dealt with, and this is no lie, every single race that I've dealt with have demonstrated to me or have treated me different than I should be treated. The only race that has never done that in my face, blatantly looking me in my face, is the white race. And you would think that I would be, I would experience uh, racism with them more than any other race. But white folks in Phoenix, Arizona, Buckeye, Arizona, Yuma, Tusa, all them, Hello, how you doing? Hello, ma'am, excuse me. Can I do that for you? Um, how was your day? It's really hot out here. The weather, you know, it's something. If it ain't a hello, it's some type of conversation. Now, I'm not saying everybody, everybody's experience is the same. I'm saying that my demeanor, my approach, allows them... I guess to say that, to say that, or to um, come up to me, you know. Um, the Hispanic race in uh, Arizona, and I've been here since I was eighteen, going on nineteen years old. Have there? I, I can I can count on one hand how many nice. Hispanics have come up to me and said something nice or um, we were able to work together in a, on a project wherever we were, if it was, the, if it was school or work. And um, I can count on one hand, one, where I have had an in interaction with um, a Hispanic person and um, and it wasn't this shunning or looking down or cutting their eyes at me or immediately speaking in their language where I couldn't understand and standing right around me. So I could count on one hand where I can literally say I've had a good interaction with um, a few Hispanics. One hand. I can count on one hand the same with the um, Vietnamese, Chinese, uh, Filipinos, I could count on one hand. Now, um, I know everybody have different types of race, um, but, and I can't bottle everybody in one bottle because I know Filipinos, uh, Japanese, Chinese, I know those are different people, um, and it's, as well as Hispanics. I know there's Latinos and there's other different race, but I know the difference because I'm not an idiot. So that's why I said Hispanics. I, I should have maybe said Mexicans because um, the uh, Latinos or the Puerto Ricans, um, uh, they really don't even make eye contact or anything. They may say hello, but... For the most part, they don't. You know, they're not very friendly in Arizona is what I mean. And um, so there's no real interaction with them. Mexicans, it's a different story because whatever you're doing, you're dealing with one of them because it, 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 it could be anything. Um, they're more accessible to you than uh, the Latinos and or, or the um, the Puerto Ricans and uh, you know, because um, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, like, if you need help with anything, you you know specific areas you can go, and there's, like, bun a lot, bunches of uh, Mexicans there. And so um, that's what I mean. Um, so back to the Chinese, um, like I said, um, I have not had a great experience with that race. Um, I, I think um, I, I can count on one hand 
where um, I had interaction with uh, Chinese or Japanese or, or Korean, whatever, um, person, and it was pleasant. I mean, the majority of the ones that are pleasant to me are the ones that don't speak no English at all. You know, they just happy that you nodded and that you are smiling at them because those are the ones that are probably being shunned too. And so, um, so, um, so, you know, um, that's, that's the experience on that, on that. So the, um, the Indias, Arabian, um, those a race, I mean, they totally, totally treat you like S. I mean, you go up in the gas stations because they got one on every corner. Uh, some way or another, I've been here my, my whole life and I still ain't, uh, have not received a business loan from a bank. But then they can come in, get a package, apply for a business loan. And voila, they have a, a smoke shop or um, or or um, a gas station or a little uh, mini market, something. And you walk up in there and it's all eyes on you because they already have you stereotyped. They already think you, um, uh, you know, um, a black, no good person that steals, you know. And, um, and so that's how they... They look at you. That I have. I don't ever remember having um, someone smile at me and, and 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 introduce themselves or say hello. I've always had that type, that race look at me sideways, gawk at me, watch me throughout their store, and um, and that's my experience. Last but not least, um, black people now. I don't know if you could tell I'm African-American myself, or I should say black American. And, um, and honestly, um, a Caucasian lady, a white woman, will say hello in a grocery, grocery store aisle before a black lady look at me and say hello. And I don't know why this has been happening since I was old enough to to go to the store on my own. Um, it happened, it happens growing up. You just don't have that connection with another black female. You just don't. Um, there was a black uh, female that reached out to me on LinkedIn and, um, and she, um, you know, she reached out to me. Hi. Um, you know, um, she wanted to let me know that she was a sister girl and that um, she never had the backing of black women. Uh, she's in Arizona herself, and she says that um, although she made several attempts and she have reached out and have tried to um, build a relationship with um, black women, African-American women, and it's just a no-go. She said, um, it's just never been a, a, a business relationship, nor have it ever been a personal one, you know? And, um, and so, um, and I can agree with her on that. I mean, like I said, um, it, I don't know what it is. You can park right next to a black couple or a black woman, Get out at the same time. Slam your car door at the same time and look up and see each other eye to eye. And she will drop her head and keep it moving. I have to say, hello, how are you? Then she'll look up and say, oh, hi, as though she didn't see me at first. And it's really, really pathetic. Like, I'll be like, oh, my God, you know. And um, and it's really it's really sad. It's really sad. And the only thing I can think about is um, that's a mental, that's a like a, a curse that was put up on our people um, because 
um, thinking about it, um, where it started way back when I look at those uh, those slavery movies and and and, and uh, shows like that, you see the black woman um, going against the other one for whatever reason. And this is something that was taught, that was embedded in us growing up. You know, uh, you're better than that one over there because we let you work in the house. And so this, and so this is how we all, and from different areas, grew up. And then the families, because it's a generational curse, the families taught you the same things. You know, um, so I always taught my kids, and I had to learn myself how to accept everybody. Open your arms up. You are no better than nobody, white, black, Hispanic, whatever color. And um, and my kids, for the most part, for the most of their lives, was colorblind. They, they did not even bring it up. And then when they got uh, an adult, they got uh, to become adults. <clears throat> my son used to come home. He worked at a fries over here. And he come home all upset because this manager, Hispanic manager lady, effed with him every single day. Every day. And he said, Mama, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But you can't believe him as far as you can throw him. But it wasn't even about the fact that he wasn't doing nothing for her to get on him. It was about what she was saying to him. You know, write him up, fire him, whatever. But it was about what she was saying to him as though she was better than him. So, um, and of course, I filed a complaint because it's about my kids. And, um, and I wrote a letter because that was the only way I would be able to tell her how I felt about her. Um, but yeah, um, like when we traveled to Texas, the, um, the only race that basically, you know, bowed, said hello, very sweet, was the white race. The Mexicans and blacks were so nasty and mean, they all hated their jobs. And that's my experience. Like, it really, truly is. So, all I'm saying is, um, and I'm really not sure how I got off on that, but I'm just saying that um, we are all in the same boat now. Nobody is in a different boat. Everybody is dealing with the same coronavirus. Everyone is dealing with the same uh, housing crunch or uh, eviction issues. Everybody is dealing with the same um, unemployment issues, food shortage issues, gas shortage issues. Everybody's dealing with the same fires that are going on all over the world almost. These forest fires, forest fires. Everybody's dealing with the same hurricanes. Ida, and I don't know the other one's name, but everyone is dealing with this. This is affecting everyone, not just one race, everyone. So now that we're all in the same boat, we might as well get along. You in the same boat as me. You ain't no better than me. You know, and it's it's really ridiculous. Like, you know... um, and I learned from experience that friends, associates, coworkers will support you first before any family member will ever support you. All of my endeavors and and all of my um, life journeys of, of trying to build and develop something for my family um, really have not been any advice 
from my own people. It's always been very nice and genuine advice from other race. And so um, I knew growing up in a household, it, we couldn't bring any other ra- any ra- other race home. We couldn't bring black people home either. So it, 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 we definitely couldn't bring, you know, Hispanics or, or whites or any other race to the house. But blacks weren't invited either. It's my parents, um, very uh, not happy to say that they were school teachers. And they worked in the school districts. And this is how they ran their house. And that's real. So, it's awful. Very awful. Um, But, on top of dealing with racism, we're dealing with these these variances that are out here. Mu, M-U, variants. Delta variants. COVID-19 variants. I mean, and I just heard that the Mu Variance is very strong in Arizona. And, you know, they try to sugarcoat it a little bit, but from what I hear, it's very strong out here. And masks are going to be just the next, just like having your fingers and your arms on your body. A mask is going to be something that I think we're going to have to use for the rest of our lives, really, because... How can you trust that there's nothing out here? How? You can't. And like I said before, I believe that last president went over in places he had no business, stirring up mess, and that's how the um, United States of America have to deal with that aftermath. So um, I love my life. I, I, um, I, I'm not happy all the time. Um, I have started a business. Yeah, stupid me. And um, and really has added stress to already a stressful body. Um, I know, like anything else, I will get on the other side of this. I will get on top of this and I will be okay. And I know that. It's just getting through all the mercury and the, all the the murk and the and the and the slug the the uh, quicksand and all the mud and the it's 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 just getting through all of that ending up on the other side so you can turn around and and see what you came through what you went through and so I know that's gonna happen like you know that's the story of my life. You know, so um, I just want to uh, get on here basically and just touch base on how important it is to be vaccinated. Read about it. No one is telling you to go run out and get it, but pretty soon you're not going to have a choice. Don't let them take your choice away, you know, Um it's three different ones, and from what I hear, they are in the process of bringing out a, a fourth one. So, um, read about it, consider it, um, you know, at least so that you can educate other people. Um, now they have vac- vac- vaccine for, I think, 12 and up. I think that's what I heard, um, so that the kids can start taking it. Um, I hear uh, Florida is going through some things. Texas is going through some things as far as mandates and um, mass mandates and and stuff like that. Losing um, funding from the in these schools because, you know, everybody want to be the boss and everybody want to play their hand. And it's always for a reason. The devil is busy and he is very busy. He's very active. And um, it's easy to put the word on him and uh, reroute him. 
you know, and sometimes, you know, um, you, a group of people have to get together and cast this demon out uh, away, you know, so that you can get a clear view of what, what's really going on. So the things that we cannot change, we pray about. We pray about it because we know who can change it. We know who has the power to change it. So we have no say so in those in the in the in those Congress meetings and the House of Representatives and um, the governor's meetings and and all that. We have no say so. They always say, "Listen to the people. The people. The uh, we we are voting. Uh, the people are voting. We we're working for the people." No, they're not. They they're not working for the people. They weren't working for the people when they was out there campaigning. Because just like me building my business, getting my business going, reaching out, trying to market and all that, my main thing, I think about, I can't wait till I'm rich. I cannot wait till I get this and that. I can't wait till I can uh, open up me a, um, a office building somewhere. I can't. That's what I'm thinking about. Just like when they out here um, running for office, governor, whatever it is, a senator, whatever it is. They're thinking about how how much more money they're going to make, what office they're going to sit in, um, you know, different trips they're going to take. That's what they're thinking about. So they're telling you what you want to hear, and and we're electing them. Point blank, period. So, so yeah, um, wow, 40 minutes on here, because I just felt like this was important. Um, you know, I, 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 I work on the phones and I hear it every day. I hear some, I'm not taking that vaccine. They think I'm crazy. And then I hear some saying, yes, I was vaccinated because of these reasons, you know? Um, and now that I know they have some out for the kids, hopefully we have smart parents that will introduce their children to it and, have them take it, and if they have to stay home for a week for you to monitor them, then do that. I mean, but these kids are very filthy, and they are the ones that spread all these germs. So it's very important that the kids get vaccinated and they continue to wear their mask um, even after that. So, um... Again, I'm going to try to get on here more often um, because, honestly, I want to build my platform. Um, again, uh, anyone can reach out to me. My contact information is available uh, if you need someone to pray with you or just some encouraging words for the week. I'm all for that. Um, I do want to... Um, I say a prayer before I I let I let I release this. Um, I just want everyone to know that um, whatever you are working on, keep working on it. You might not see no results. You might not get a pat on the back. You might not get a, a go. That that's a great job. You might not get none of that. But you keep beating the pavement. You keep moving, because there is a reward at the end. It doesn't matter that you took time off. It doesn't matter that you ran out of funding. It doesn't matter that you ran out of money. It doesn't matter that your partner left and bailed out on you. You keep writing your goals. You keep praying to God. You do what you have control of. You do the thing that you can control. Let God worry about those big things, like funding, like where the bi- the company going to be, the building that you're going to be in. Because messing around with him, he'll have your building sitting on three blocks. Security guard in the front. Your door is flying open back and forth, tall business. So you do the things that you have control of. And let him do the things that you don't know where it's coming from. Don't know who going to bless you with it. Don't know how the heck you're going to get this off the ground. 
You let him worry about those. He deal with big stuff. And you continue to do the things that you have control of. When your focus get off of the devil and get on God full time, oh honey, just wait on it. It's coming. Everything and they mama gonna happen. The kitchen sink gonna be thrown at you. Learn how to dodge. Learn how to close them lips. Learn how to ignore the negativity and you keep looking forward. Keep looking straight. If you gotta look up, look up. Because anytime you're doing something positive, Anytime you're getting close to completing your goals, that's when all the negativity falls at your doorstep. And nobody have nothing nice to say. It's just like you haven't been on a diet for three months. Everybody in the house walking around you. Ain't nobody saying nothing. But then you walk in a grocery store, and you see somebody you ain't seen in years. And they go, oh, my God, you look amazing. Look like you've shedded some pounds. And not saying the people around you in the home don't want to see you succeed. I'm just saying that these are the people... These are the things that you hear to know that you are getting close to your dreams. Anytime somebody bad-mouthing you or not even complimenting you or not um, even willing to help you and telling you that it's impossible and telling you that it's not going to happen, that only means you are close to your goals. But when you don't hear nothing, ain't nobody saying nothing, that doesn't mean stop beating the pavement. You keep beating the pavement. You keep pushing. You keep answering that call. You keep moving. You keep sending them emails. You keep getting up going to work. Because he is going to do the rest and all the ones that told you you weren't going to do it, a girl, please, that's impossible, or good luck, girl. Them the ones going to be, I knew you can do it. I, I knew it. Every time you, they're going to be doing the most talking. So keep your head up. Keep, keep your mask on. Stay prayed up. Keep a strong healthy relationship with God. He hears you. That's really the only one you can trust out here nowadays. Keep your feelings to yourself. Talk to him. Let him know how you're feeling. Because again, it may end up on Snapchat or um or the uh, TikTok if you don't keep, just keep your uh business straight with him. Just you and him. So, yeah, I just want everybody to think about getting vaccinated. Please, please, even if you are vaccinated, wear your mask. If you're not vaccinated, wear your mask. Um, uh, Moderna, Pfizer, and J&J, Johnson & Johnson, are the three that I know of. Pull that stuff up, read about it. Get on the CDC website, read about it. They have a little chat area there. Chat with someone. Talk to them. Get more information on it. Get it sent to you if you need that. You know, and consider getting vaccinated. So, that's all I have for today. Um, I'm going to get into some marketing for my business. And before I go and before I forget, 
Darling and Darling in Home Care specializes in keeping your loved ones in the comfort of their own homes. We definitely individualize our customers. We want to make sure that we're doing everything the doctors ordered. And, you know, if, if we can't do exactly what the doctors ordered, we want to make sure there's um, a substitute or something else we can do in the place of that. Um, we want to make sure that they are thriving and that they are doing everything they would normally do um, in the care of their own home. Once you put them in a nursing home, you can't see them every day. You don't talk to them every day. So you're not able to hear who or see who's coming in and out of their room. There ain't no knock on the door. They're just opening the door. A lot of them is exposed. A lot of them, you know, I worked in a nursing home before when I was younger growing up. So I know the horrible things that go on in those places. And so... um um, having a home care, uh, having an agent come to your home and care for your mother or your father or even your a disabled child have to give you some comfort, knowing that you can go to work every day and do your job, and you have a great agency behind you, backing you, every, basically just stepped in your shoes, taking care of your loved one. That's darling and darling in home care. We We do it all for you. There's nothing that we cannot consider. Um, so um, look us up, www.darlinginhomecare.com. Read about it. If you're looking for a job, um, go, to, go into careers, submit an application. Um, if you just need to know more about the company, give us a call. The phone numbers are down there. Also websites, personal websites and uh, business websites are there. So um, take a look at it, and uh, if you ever move to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, Tempe, Yuma, Surprise, Arizona, uh, Avondale, Lynchville, and you need some care for your parent, call me. I'll be there for you. So again, I'm going to end this podcast with peace, love, and harmony.